No matter how good you are as a high potential top talent employee, you cannot go that far. So don't underestimate at all the power of collaboration. You want to go far, you want to go fast. Learn to collaborate with others. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Raise Up podcast. I'm so glad you're here and excited to introduce you to Cindy D. Kit Wong. She is a global head of marketing for 3D printing in the adhesive technologies business unit at Hinkle. She's a chemical engineer, has an executive degree in supply chain management from MIT, and is a master black belt in Six Sigma. During her 18 years as part of the Hinkle organization, she has lived all over the world, including Thailand and Japan, but recently relocated back to Hinkle's U.S. headquarters in Rocky Hill, Connecticut. To take on the leadership role in global marketing in the 3D printing division, Cindy, thank you so much for coming on the show. I'm really excited to have you here today. Nice to meet you, Amanda, and thank you for having me here. Absolutely. So first, I was doing some research, and I saw that you had lived in Japan for a while. Travis and I visited in uh, 2016, and I loved it. So tell me a little bit about your world travels. Have you been all over? Yeah, so my I start my career uh, in Thailand. In uh, at that time, I'm a first generation of female engineer. So you can imagine, at the time, I have a lot of energy and empower to really go out of my country so that I can come mm-hmm. back and help the people, especially the female engineer, to grow. So uh, that's why I reached out to the headquarters at the time in the U.S. and apply for technical service engineering, and I got the job in 2003. And since then, I've been moving within the country, across the country, international. So um, Japan, Thailand, within the U.S., California, Boston, and Massachusetts, then back again in California. So yes, um, the key here is that my family is flexible. They go with me. <laughs> my husband and my twin come with me along the journey. So I'm very grateful for that. That's awesome. And it sounds like you've been all over. How are you liking Connecticut? Oh, I love it. the school system you here too. is great. And I Fantastic. would say the food is also nice. So Good. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So let's talk a little bit about navigating cold corporate culture, good and bad. You're a chemical engineer by training. And my husband says that chemical engineers make the best CEOs because they're trained to think about second, third, and even fourth order cause and effects of a process change. Do you think he's right? Do you do you feel like he's right on that one? I have to maybe a little bit biased, but as an engineering <laughs> background, <laughs> I would say so. And and the key for me is that the engineering background, it gives you such a sense of logical, right? The foundation to be logic, to be able to take risk, to understand how to mitigate the risk in more systematic way. That's why I see when I take any new project, anytime, the engineering sense of thing helping me get through all the challenges. That's amazing. And I love that you're a first generation engineer, by the way. I bet your family is so proud of yes, you. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Okay. So before the show, we were talking just a little bit. And I would love it if you would tell the audience a little bit about your big five. Would you be willing to do that? Definitely. But before could you right. sharing with you all about my big five, I call big five real life lesson. There to me, go. the motivation is that why I'm doing this. To me, if 
after the podcast and I can motivate or inspire one, just only one person to go out and be better self, not better someone else, I achieve my goal. That's why I come up with this big five real life lesson. And the lesson throughout my career that I like to share, number one, is about seeking first to understand. Often in time that we look at the person sit opposite to you, you just give it in the context of what you think that person is. I myself, I grew up in a very moderate family. My mother and my father, they were a nurse. My mom is an ER nurse. And my dad is a nurse after the surgery, taking care of the patient. So I grew up in the hospital and I see things that most of the kids at that age, they don't see through. I see, for example, the lady that came out of the building with the fake book. And people criticize, <laughs> right? I mean, this is the surgery uh -huh. here. You, they do this, so and so. But guess what? The lady had a cancer, right? Mm -hmm. So sometimes mm -hmm. it's always important for, for you, especially growing to be authentic leader, to seek first to understand what's behind that. It's always something behind. Don't jump to the conclusion and just spend time to at least to understand the other side of the table. So that is my number one. The big real life lesson number two, if you look at the picture of the rubber band, right? The rubber band to me is represent how you can challenge yourself. It's about knowing yourself, knowing your capability, your capacity, and always challenging yourself, challenging your team, stretch out of your comfort zone, right? I always talk to my younger um, colleague and say, are you feel comfortable in your career right now? If the answer is yes, that is not a healthy sign. <laughs> Feeling uncomfortable, especially for the female professional, is a very good sign. You are growing. But mm. in the same time, when you talk about rubber bands, stretching yourself, one thing that is very important is ability to bounce back. How do you deal mm. with adversity when things not going right? How do you recovering? How do you bounce back from that challenges, right? And one thing I always share that the trick and the technique to bounce back more effectively is all about accepting. Acknowledge yourself. Are you feel sad, mad, frustrated? Let it be. Allow yourself to be. And with that, you can recover. You can bounce back, be more resilient. Because your brain reframing, right? Your brain accepting. Oh, now you feel not so good. And you let yourself be then ability to recovering, it's even better. So that's why my lesson number two, think about rubber band, stretch yourself outside of your comfort zone. But again, be aware, you don't want to break the rubber. You want to have awareness mm -hmm. to be able to come back. Mm -hmm. Ready I'm to sure the lesson number three? <laughs> yes, lesson number three. I have one question. Do sure. you feel like you have stretched a lot in your career? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Just at every stage, or do you think that there's been times that it's been a little bit easier, or do you think that you are constantly stretching? I'm constantly challenged myself. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> but of course, you have your downtime, right? Um, mm -hmm. When you have your downtime, doesn't mean that you don't stress yourself. I think that's uh, allow yourself to be um, and acknowledge you're tired today, so you sleep well. And then tomorrow, that's another day that you can challenge it more. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay, what's lesson number three? Oh, I like I, this. Lesson number three, this is my twin's favorite. So I have a nine years old identical twins. One of their <gasps> hobby 
they love Lego. They mm. spend hours and hours and hours building Lego. And guess what? Right almost to the end, they smash that Lego. No! Mom, exactly, <laughs> right? Amanda comes saying, no, don't do that. It's give me such a huge reflection because you know why? They told me, mom, don't worry. I can make it better, faster next time. As oh. an adult, I think we pretty much on the fixed mindset, right? We're building, we spend time doing things and we don't want to break it. We feel a certain secure security in the certain threshold that we live in. But look at my mm. kids. That minute is give me such a more empower to really think about life is also sometimes it's good to take risk. You lose 100% of the shot you don't take. Mm -hmm. So I think that is for me, it's about Lego. It's about growth mindset, right? Growth mindset and adult as a fixed mindset. So uh, I actually say thank you to my twins that give me one of the big five real life lessons. I love that. <laughs> I love that. Build it faster the second time. I've never thought about it that way, to be honest. My daughter tears them down very quickly and but she does she makes them better each time and faster they and afraid. they don't afraid to take risk they just do no. it. it's amazing yeah i don't know where we lose that when we become adults <laughs> somehow <laughs> we become more calculated a little bit but i like that i'm gonna i wrote that one down i've, I've written them all down actually so i'm ready for your, your number four this is all good. Right, number four this is i need your help so the number four is is about the train. I mm -hmm. want to ask you a question, Amanda. You know French train and German train. Which mm -hmm. train? This is a controversial question. Which train is go faster? Between oh no, I have no idea. So I'll give you a hint. So German okay, train, ready. they make a better train. The train technology in German in Germany is very very enhanced. French. Uh -huh. Not so much, but the answer of the train that go faster between these two is French train. Really? And the reason behind that is French work with the train track. They oh. have collaboration between train itself and the train track. German mm -hmm. train, they have the train company and the train track company, and they don't really collaborate. Uh -huh. The message for me on my lesson number four is about power of collaborations. Mm. Uh, as a high potential top talent employee, you cannot go that far. So don't underestimate at all the power of collaboration. You want to go far, you want to go fast. Learn to collaborate with others. Mm. I love that. Okay, so I know that I have a lot of high achievers that are listening. And so how have you you're very much a high achiever, I believe it, it shows how have you learned to navigate that collaboration with a team where you are moving quickly, because sometimes you feel like you're going slower when you have mm -hmm. to collaborate. So what is your your advice for that? Yeah, to me, the collaboration is about give and take. Mm -hmm. Collaboration is also understand what is in it for them, mm -hmm. what is in it for me, right? Because in the end, you don't want to go just what is in it for me. You want to take something that is in it for them as well. Mm -hmm. So that to me is a meaning of collaboration, right? 
you're not doing just by yourself. You understand the big picture, the benefit to them, benefit to you, benefit to the organization. Mm -hmm. And then when you start steer the ship into that direction, then the collaboration come in because people buy in. They know that if they follow you, they're going to grow. They're going to get something out of this relationship as well. Mm -hmm. And so there's an element of trust there too as well, right? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That they know that you are going to have their back and that you will, you'll work with them instead of leave them behind. I love that. I really love that. Okay. I'm ready for number five. Right. Last but not least, my big real life lesson number five, and especially with a younger professional and female professional. Mm Mm-hmm. As a female, we are so, so good at managing peers, managing people in the team, managing downwards. We all struggling when we managing upwards. Yes, that right? is true. So the last lesson that I learned and want to share is about foundation, mm-hmm. how you present yourself upwards. Mm-hmm. Look, look at the picture of the, the table or the stool with the three legs, mm-hmm. right? To me, that's a foundation, presenting yourself upwards. First of all, you know yourself. Mm. You know who you are. You embrace who you are. And I give example of myself. I'm Thai. I have an accent. Mm -hmm. And I can step back myself and be not so confident on what I say. But I found out it's not about my accent. It's about my content. Mm. It's about what I say, how I say it. It's not about I have accent. And that built me huge time to be myself. And just not just be yourself, but embrace it mm-hmm. and tell yourself it's okay. I'm Thai. I cannot change my accent to be Caucasian accent or yes. European accent. It's beautiful. I have my Thai accent. Yes. <laughs> and I think when it's come to also understand yourself, another thing for us as a female is that in the form of presentation, right? Present to executive management, mm-hmm. practice it. Practice, practice, practice. You fake it until you believe it. <laughs> I like that. A lot of preparation. Yeah. And then uh, at the, you know, look again at the stool and the leg. The second leg is about knowing your stakeholder, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Know what is important to them. Know what's in their head. Know what is in it for them. And then you will contextualize that content that's matter to them, right? By knowing your stakeholder, especially upwards, Mm-hmm. You're going to have a lot more confidence, more effective how you deal with conversation, how you deal with interaction in the project, how you do even how you speak up in the meeting mm-hmm. or dealing with the conflict. So don't underestimate, again, the stakeholder element of how you present yourself upwards. Mm-hmm. So with okay. a stakeholder... Do you feel like it's knowing their personality traits? Do you feel like it's knowing what is important to them or what they value in the company? What elements are you looking for or advising that someone that is, you know, trying to speak upward, what are they looking for? How can they better serve themselves in that position? Yeah, that's a good point, Amanda. And the key for me when it's come to management, stakeholder upwards, I always thinking about the golden, the millionaire question, the CEO question that they always ask one thing, how do you grow business? Mm. That's in general, that's a foundation. That's mm-hmm. very important, right? That's its priority. 
how do you grow business keep that in your mind when you talk to executive right mm-hmm. because in the end it's not about what you do it's about what you do that matter to the business growth mm. what do you do that matter to the to the benefit of the company so again yes knowing your stakeholder know the personality is this person more on detail person so you give the detail background if this person the bottom line like me You go with the bottom result first, and then you cascade down to the details. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and don't overload with details, right? <laughs> yeah. And that's actually linked to the last part of the stool, mm-hmm. knowing your storyline. Mm. As a woman, especially, I see myself in the STEM, mm-hmm. engineering, scientist, technical. We love detail. Right, we always love detail. We think the detail is the greatest thing in the world. But when it comes to managing upward, understand what's the key message, and is that key message is that simple and clear? Mm. It's not about being detail oriented. It's about being clear, and how do you convey that story into mm. your stakeholder? Mm-hmm. Make it short and simple, and it's so hard, Amanda. It is. It's very you. hard. <laughs> Engineering background like us, it's so hard. I mm-hmm. cannot make it simple and clear. It has to have a lot of line of detail, mm-hmm. and that if again, if you reflect to these three legs too, it will help you more effectively dealing upwards. I guarantee, because it's happened to me. <laughs> if I can do it, everybody can do it. I love that. Okay, so. Self awareness, stake knowing your stakeholder, and then is it being clear or what was the third one? The so third it's story, uh, knowing the yourself, mm-hmm. knowing yourself, knowing your stakeholder, and know your storyline. Your storyline. That's right. Okay, I wrote that right there. But then I wrote really big, being clear <laughs> with your storyline. So that's amazing. All right. Let's see here. So that's your foundation. Whenever you're talking, do you feel which one do you feel like is the most important of the big five real life lessons? I think in the end of the day, um, if you ask me one thing, it's all about um, how you reframe um, when you deal with a challenging or adversity, mm-hmm. right? That's going to when you stress yourself. I think it's very important that you understand how do your brain work, right? Mm-hmm. There's something that I want to add on that piece is that the brain theory, the energy flow where attention goes. Mm-hmm. If you have a uh, challenges in your life, difficult time in your life, you think positive, you turn thing positive. If you think negative, then you get the negative result. That's why ability to be resilient bounce back by allowing yourself to be. That give you such a huge rebound, right? Quickly, mm-hmm. so your brain reframe that energy go quickly into the positive side of thing. Again, the energy flow where attention go. I love that. That's so good. Okay, so I have a question about conflict. How do mm-hmm. you personally deal with conflict? Is that something that you've learned to just navigate? I know a lot of uh, my listeners, especially my women, are a little bit more hesitant when it comes mm-hmm. to confrontational situations. Yeah, I have to admit this is something I deal with it every day. Mm-hmm. Personally, if you ask, like, if you like it, I don't think it's uh, about like it or not, but it's a part of your life, right? Mm-hmm. If you grow in the leadership role, 
dealing with the conflicts is a part of your leadership skill right. that you have to be able to deal with it. Mm-hmm. So when I look at the conflict, first of all, um, maybe it's a little bit more mistake that some of the leader, especially the female leaders, um, didn't take it, is that you don't acknowledge the situation. Mm-hmm. When the conflict happened, the strong leader first of all, have to acknowledge that, right? Mm-hmm. That this is, guys, this is things that is not going well. We've, I feel some tension. I feel that we have to address a certain thing in order for us as a team to move forward. So I think that's a huge part of, from my point of view, right? When you deal with the conflict, the first thing first, you have to acknowledge it. Mm-hmm. Don't ignore, right? Yes. And don't underestimate. The more you ignore, the tension grow, go up, high up, high up, and then it's blow up. Mm-hmm. And that's not quite a good result. So I think, first of all, acknowledge that um, some tension, some conflict is there. And the second one, and this is the female thing that it can come in very natural, good listener. Mm-hmm. The conflict come when we don't have a, a, a same opinion or same direction. So I think by have an active listening and be a good listener, you can dig deeper, right? Why you have why it's happened that way from the different dimension, and then with that you can start mapping it out, right? Mm-hmm. What does the solution look like? You can start stealing the ship from you know going to the different direction and start building things and say, hey, the conflict come because I see this is as a gap. Mm-hmm. Then how can we address as a team, right? For the solution oriented, not the problem oriented. Mm-hmm. But again, by that point when you are already laid out what is a potential roadblock or gaps. And when you put on the table, I think when people see it, then I think it's easier to address some conflict or tension. Yeah, absolutely. Because that's really true whenever you ignore it or you just push it aside, that it does just blow up and there becomes assumptions and it gets bigger than it probably ever should have. And so I really like that first piece, acknowledge. I'm not sure that I've ever heard anybody say it like that, but I do have one question about, um, we've found some research showing that women in STEM careers have a particularly hard time negotiating these waters. Do you have any strategies for young professional women starting out in a big organization? Definitely. So how I see this, Let me start with the very basic fundamental things that I want to encourage the younger uh, generation is that I see a lot of younger generation, they try to grow themselves very fast Mm -hmm. and they sometimes they forget about understand who they are Mm. as a person. They try to grow. I want to be CEO. I want to be CMO. I want to be a president, right? Mm -hmm. So sometimes by jumping too fast, too quick without understand who you are, what you're good at, right? And then be better self rather than build yourself to be better someone else. Mm -hmm. And that, you know, most of the time when you lose that foundation of who you are and you try to negotiate or or try to rebuild something up on yourself and you don't have yourself yet. And that means sound very simple, Amanda, but I see from the, I have a lot of uh, younger uh, generation in my team Mm -hmm. in the past as well. And that is what the topic that I coach them all the time, that understand yourself. Mm-hmm. Don't try to be better someone else. That's not going to work for you and it's not sustainable. Right. Yeah, because I know a lot of my audience and, and even my friends that they're striving for more and they want to be better and they're growing and they're pushing, but then they're frustrated. And mm-hmm. so I've never thought about that 
being a better self, your better self. And it goes back to like the foundation too, doesn't it? A lot of the self-awareness. Yeah, but that doesn't mean you cannot stretch yourself. And I give Mm -hmm. uh, my personal career aspiration. I share with my team. My goal, I want to be chief marketing officer. I want to be CMO one day. Nice. I dream big. I dream high. Mm -hmm. But I dream from be better self. Mm. And I think that's a key, right? I mean, you be better self, you know yourself, you still can stretch yourself, but it's come from you. It's inside out, mm-hmm. the energy from inside out, and it's sustainable. I love that. That's so good. Oh my gosh. Okay. So is there anything else? I hate to close, but is there anything else that you want to add to our conversation about young professionals advancing their careers? Sure. So um, what I'd like to share lastly about how I see or how we should see the business today, right? Even in Henkel, we have an acronym for it, VUCA. Volatile, uncertain, complex, and ambiguous, where it's a huge driver, right? When you look at the market today, globalization, digitalization, competition in the market, and social responsibility. And I think it's important for us to reflect the situation and understand the impact to the leadership in the 21st century, right? What it's going to take to be effective leader. To me, when I look at myself on the leadership, I consider myself to be inclusive and adaptive leader. Mm. And in order for me to do that, it's all about a small experiment, small adjustment on your leadership style. And remember, go back to that big five real life lesson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that will definitely help you grow. I love that. Thank you, Cindy, so much. So where can people connect with you? Because I, I wish that we had more time. This has been amazing. And you have given Thank us you. so much to just so many gold nuggets out of this episode. Uh, where is the best place to connect with you? Connect with me. I love to connect with all of you uh, in LinkedIn. LinkedIn, okay. So uh, if you uh, look at me, Cindy Dickit Wong, and again, if you can help me achieve my goal, sharing the story Mm -hmm. with me that you go out and you be better self, not better someone else, I would love to hear from you. I love that. Not a better someone else. Thank you, Cindy, so much for being on the show. I really appreciate it. Oh, thank you, Amanda. It's such a pleasure for the discussion. So thank you for having me. Now, if you did find some valuable tips in this podcast today, please take a minute to subscribe to the podcast because it will only get better from here. And be sure to share it and tell all of your friends about it on Facebook and Instagram and all your social media sites. I would truly appreciate the social media love. Thanks again for listening. And I can't wait to connect with you again. Bye for now.